This is the Regular Pastor Podcast, the original podcast devoted to regular pastors at regular churches. My name is Landon Coleman. I'm a regular pastor at Emanuel Baptist Church in Odessa, Texas. Welcome to Season 4 of the Regular Pastor Podcast. In this season, we're talking about books and ideas and how those books and how those ideas relate to the ministry of regular pastors. The book I want to talk to you today is a book that a lot of people have talked about recently. The book is titled The Rise and Triumph of the Modern Self. The author is Carl Truman. The publisher is Crossway. So this is a a big book from a big publisher. It's 425 pages. It has four parts, uh, 10 chapters, and it was published in 2020. Carl Truman is a professor of biblical and religious studies at Grove City College in Grove City, Pennsylvania. Previously, he taught historical theology at Westminster Theological Seminary and at Princeton University. He received an MA from the University of Cambridge, and he received a PhD from the University of Aberdeen. Truman is esteemed and recognized as a great church historian. He is an accomplished author of over a dozen books. Some of those books include Histories and Fallacies, Luther on the Christian Life, and The Creedal Imperative, among others. Truman formerly was the editor for a well-known theological journal uh, titled Thamelios. Truman is an ordained minister in the OPC, the Orthodox Presbyterian Church, and he's a member of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. I think this book by Truman, The Rise and Triumph of the Modern Self, is one of the most important that's been written in recent years, and I think it has the best introduction and the best hook of any book that I've ever come across. Truman begins by talking about his grandfather. He says his grandfather lived just 30 years ago, and he points out that his grandfather, who has not been dead for that long, his grandfather would have absolutely no category, no mental category to understand this statement, quote, I am a woman trapped in a man's body. Today, virtually everyone on planet Earth has some understanding of what that statement means. But just as recently as 30 years ago, people would have laughed at the statement. They wouldn't have understood the the statement. It would have been completely nonsensical. So the question is, as Truman raises it, How did this nonsensical, comical statement come to be universally understood within a span of 30 years? And the answer is that it didn't take 30 years. It took some 300 years. And in the book, Truman sets out to trace the ideas that led to this change. The change happened relatively quickly within our lifetimes on this side of the sexual revolution. But the worldview issues at play have been brewing and stewing for centuries. So several important ideas that you take away from this book. One is that we live in an age obsessed with the inward self. And Truman traces the history of ideas all the way back to the Romantics. Jean-Jacques Rousseau and William Wadsworth and Percy Shelley and William Blake. All of these guys argued that the inner self was the true self and that society, external culture, was nothing but a restraint and a corruption of what was innate in ourself, natural to our inner selves. The inner person was the true, pure, whole, good kernel of life and existence, 
and external society just ruins and constricts and constrains all of that. He talks about Frederick Nietzsche. Nietzsche came along and just pointed out the obvious fact that if God was dead, people could be whoever they wanted to be. If we were done with God, as the modernists and the naturalists and the the scientists said that we were, then our existence was up to us to define. We didn't need to hold on to the Christian ethic if we weren't going to hold on to the Christian God. Karl Marx came along. Truman talks about Marx. Marx argued that a meaningful life could not be connected to religion or God. He was a materialist. He rooted meaning in this world, in this life. And so no connection to God could be allowed, no connection to the supernatural. And then he talks about, Truman talks about Charles Darwin, who argued that human beings were not exceptional. We did not have a divine origin. If we don't have a divine origin, there is no ultimate end that humanity is moving towards. There is no teleology or meaning in history. All of these things contribute to the fact that what is in us is the ultimate real thing and the most important thing. It's the rise of the inward self. Then, here's another idea from the book. Truman talks about the rise of the sexual self. This is a development on this inward self. It's the rise of the sexual self. Freud, Sigmund Freud, led this charge. He argued that human beings were sexual by nature. He said that our very existence was defined in the expression of our sexuality. He couched all of this in the language of science, which made it very appealing to modern people. But there was really nothing scientific about it. It was pure worldview. It was pure ideology. And he argued that the sexual expression of our inward selves was the most important thing about us. So this got picked up by people like Wilhelm Reich and Herbert Marcuse. It was fused with Marxism in a very strange and dangerous way so that we're not ultimately concerned with economic oppression like the Marxists want us to be, but now we're ultimately concerned with sexual oppression because the inward self is the most real thing about us, who we are on the inside, and expressing our inward sexuality outwardly in life becomes the end-all, be-all to our existence. Lastly, this rise of the inward self and rise of the sexual self uh, ultimately results in the rise of the transgender self. And Truman talks about the dominant social imaginary of our culture. He's talking about the dominant worldview of our culture. Our culture accepts, the social imaginary that we live in accepts expressive individualism as the name of the game, expressing who we are on the inside, looking inward to discover it, and then expressing it outwardly. That's the most important thing about us. And we live in a day and age where you can't question what somebody finds when they look inside themselves. You can't question what somebody wants to live out as they have found their true inward sexual self and want to live it out in the world. In fact, not only can you not question it, but now everyone must celebrate whatever it is that people find on the inside and express on the outside. Biology be damned. Society be damned. If I say I'm a woman, I'm a woman. If I say I'm a man, I'm a man. Biology, society, natural law has no input in this debate the only thing that matters is what I think and feel on the inside. My favorite quote from the book comes from page 94. 
Truman is talking about the sexual revolution and transgenderism. He's talking about the speed that these things moved through our society with. And this is what he says, quote, The reason for this speed is that the underlying causes of these phenomena are deeply embedded within our culture and have been slowly but surely transforming how we think of ourselves and our world for many, many generations. This is an absolutely brilliant quote. This is not something that has just come along recently, but it's something that has been many, many generations in the making. Now, the reality is Christians feel like they've been blindsided by the sexual revolution. Uh, Christians and conservatives uh, feel like they have been completely caught off guard by the full array of LGBTQ plus issues that have stormed our society over the last couple of decades. And we lost this battle, not recently, but centuries ago. We lost it on a worldview level. We lost it when we began to accept the idea that the inward self was the most real self, that our sexual expression was paramount to who we are as human beings, that we were free to define who we wanted to be and how we wanted to live. So any pushback on our part today has to address more than external behavior. It also has to address underlying worldview issues and worldview questions. And ultimately, worldview is shaped by story which means Christians must do a better job of telling a truer, older story than the one that's been, uh, been accepted by the world today. Uh, as far as critique goes, criticism of this book, I really don't have any. It's a long book. Uh, there are hard concepts here. When you begin to trace the history of ideas and philosophies and concepts, uh, that's not always an easy thing. But Truman writes very clearly and uh, the book is, is not overly difficult to follow if you'll, uh, if you'll make the commitment to, to plow through it. On Goodreads, The Rise and Triumph of the Modern Self gets a 4.64 rating. has plenty of detractors, but that's a pretty solid rating. On Goodreads, I'd give it a solid 5. I think it's a phenomenal book. Like I said earlier, one of the most important that's been read or been written in recent years. Any thinking person who wants to understand the world today any Christian person who wants to understand the big ideas that shape the world that we live in ought to read this book. Uh, I've heard that there's a shorter, abridged version coming out in the near future, but I think there's value in reading this book. It is long. 400-plus uh, pages is not an easy read, but I think pastors who are serving in today's world, today's culture, today's society need to understand the issues at work in our world uh, these issues lead to difficult decisions for pastors and churches, especially in the days ahead. But we need to know how to engage the dominant worldview of our culture in the days and the weeks, the months, the years ahead. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Regular Pastor Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for weekly episodes. We appreciate a great rating wherever you're listening. You can follow Regular Pastor online at regularpastor.com. You can find me on Goodreads by searching for Landon Coleman. If you have a book recommendation or request, let me know. Landon at emmanuelodessa.com. Until next week, this is The Regular Pastor, out. Out.